Welcome to Creative Biolabs. 100% of the effort, 100% of the service. As a dynamic contract research organization, we are based in New York and serve the whole world. Our seasoned scientists are skilled in antibody discovery, antibody engineering, and biomanufacturing solutions. My dear science aficionados, welcome to our popular science program again. In our last episode, we talked about the oncolytic virus and the treatment of cancer, specifically the MG1 Marabah oncolytic virus, which has made the latest progress. In short, MG1 Marabah, which encodes tumor-associated antigen or viral antigen, is used to enhance anti-tumor immunity. Our guest Jensen also said that, oncolytic virus immunotherapy, based on the MG1 Marabah platform, has undergone extensive preclinical evaluation, which already resulted in two projects in clinical trials. Today, Jensen is here with us again, sharing with us the general considerations, related to the design of clinical trials, of oncolytic virus immunotherapy. Thanks for joining us today Jensen. Good evening everyone. I'm glad to be here again. As we mentioned in the last episode, the clinical trials of MG1 Marabah alone, or in combination, with PD-1 or PDL one immune checkpoint access blockers, are currently underway. So as just introduced, I'm going to share with you some general considerations, related to the design of clinical trials, including the selection of patient groups, optimized treatment regimens and endpoints, which provide early activity signals, and inform the late development pathways, and new mechanisms of action of these drugs. Let's go through these considerations one by one. How about we start with the selection of patient groups? Sure, when we considering patient groups, we need to know whether the patient population is suitable for the initial clinical study of MG1 Marabah. In phase 1 trials in which the safety of new products needs to be determined, we typically need to evaluate patients who do not meet the standards of care and treatment. If the signal of anti-tumor activity is observed in this case, there may be a clear and rapid way to obtain approval when the medical needs are not met to a high degree. And generally speaking, the patients in the advanced stage are the ones considered suitable. However, the cost of targeting late-stage patients is high. Fewer patients may not benefit from the mechanism of action. For example, patients with immunosuppression may not respond to drugs designed to stimulate anti-tumor immunity. It is difficult for these patients to survive long enough to benefit from treatment especially if the response is delayed. Some patients may have poor tolerance to treatment, especially oncolytic virus therapy. These may lead to adverse reactions in patients with severe immunosuppression and pretreatment. So do you think there is any chance of success in using MG1 Marabah oncolytic viral therapy to treat patients with advanced cancer? Because what you just described sounds like the treatment is doing more harm to the patients. There is certainly a chance of success, yes. For example, in the case of Imlogic, remember this is the oncolytic virotherapy that has been approved. So when they were testing Imlogic in a critical phase 3 study on patients with melanoma, this study achieved its main goal, which is to improve the long-term remission rate, compared with GM-CSF protein treatment. But you know, not all clinical trials can be expected to achieve good results. An exploratory subgroup analysis revealed a significant, overall survival advantage found in untreated melanoma treatment. So the conclusion was that, if only pretreatment patients or advanced patients are included, the results of the study may not be convincing. 
So if we say that, MG1 Maraba oncolytic virus immunotherapy, is designed to express tumor antigen, and the choice of this antigen also drives the choice of patients. Which tumor-associated antigen do you choose? In order to preliminarily evaluate MG1 Maraba, we selected melanoma-associated antigen 3. We call it MAGE A3 for short. Fortunately, a previously extensive MAGE A3 vaccine safety database was available for the first clinical evaluation of MG1 Maraba. Can you briefly introduce the melanoma-associated antigen 3? MAGE A3 is a cancer testicular antigen. Because of its expression in many solid tumor types, including melanoma and lung cancer, it has been widely evaluated as a target for cancer vaccination. I heard that you have made other modifications to the Maraba virus. Does it mean that it can express other kinds of antigens? Exactly. In addition to MAGE A3 I just mentioned, MG1 Maraba, which expresses HPV serotypes 16 and 18, has entered the stage of clinical development. We code them E6 and E7 respectively. That's really impressive. Did oncolytic virus with tumor-associated antigen gene show immune stimulation? Yes, obvious immune stimulation. Based on preclinical data, viral antigens of these known cancer drivers have very robust immune responses. So based on this result, a subset of patients with metastatic HPV-associated tumors, including all cervical and anal cancers, as well as head and neck, vaginal, vulvar, and penile cancers, was determined to be suitable for clinical evaluation of MG1E6E7. How do you relate these clinical outcomes and data to immunosuppressive therapy? With the approval of immunosuppressive therapy, the environment for evaluating the safety and efficacy of oncolytic virus immunotherapy must be carefully considered. In many advanced cancer indications, especially those that block the PD-1 or PDL one Some tumor types, including microsatellite-stable colorectal cancer, prostate cancer, and pancreatic cancer, are considered cold tumors in immunology. Because single-dose immune checkpoint therapy has not been shown to benefit these patients. Let's go back to the combination therapy between MG1 Maraba immunotherapy and immune checkpoint inhibitors. What links them together? Like I mean, why by combining these two therapies, can produce synergistic effects? So if you look at the MG1 Maraba immunotherapy, such as expressing tumor antigen, tumors can be made sensitive to immune checkpoint therapy, by transforming tumor microenvironment, and inducing anti-tumor immunity, and can be enabled by adding immune checkpoint inhibitors. Scientists think that, MG1 Maraba can increase the patient's response to immune checkpoint inhibitors. And another reason for the synergistic effect may be that the combination of both can resensitize patients who have not received this treatment before. Non-small cell lung cancer, melanoma, and renal cell carcinoma are among the tumor types that can really benefit from the combination therapy. And other than patient groups, you have also mentioned other considerations for designing good oncolytic virotherapy clinical trials early in the program. The administration route is definitely an important one. You are absolutely right. For example, Imligic uses multiple intratumoral injections for palpable melanoma lesions. The administration concentrates the immune response within the injected tumor and relies on the abscess effect to clear the non-injected tumor. So intratumoral injection is definitely one and a preferred one. Then there is the intravenous infusion. Several tumor solubilizers including vaccinia virus and adenovirus, 
are delivered to the tumor after being given all over the body. What do you say, about the safety and efficiency of systemic injection? So far, the protocol for a systemic injection, has not been evaluated in later clinical trials. A unique consideration of MG1 Marabah oncolytic virus immunotherapy is that the immune enhancement mechanism depends on the MG1 Marabah pathway B cells and spleen follicles. We can only be sure that, in the mouse model, immune enhancement can only be achieved after intravenous injection. But I have seen studies in which scientists use a combination of intravenous and intratumoral injections to achieve immune enhancement and subsequent dose concentration in the tumor bed. The answer may be obvious, but I just want to make sure, can intravenous administration ensure the dose of MG1 Marabah virus reaching the tumor site? And what about side effects? Have any studies observed adverse effects? Yeah, it's a legit concern, and we are still looking for strategies to maximize the dose of MG1 Marabah injected into the tumor focus. Most of the adverse events after administration of MG1 Malabar occurred after the first infusion. The patient's dose tolerance is expected to improve after the second and subsequent administration. Therefore, a step-by-step method of administration is being tested. We try to increase the second and subsequent doses while keeping the first dose unchanged. This method, known as incremental dose, is being evaluated. So far, some patients have shown good tolerance to relatively high doses. Are all previous experiments based on experimental animals like mice? Is there any data from human treatment? For the first human study of MG1 Marabah, a clinical trial is needed. We need to evaluate the binding immune enhancement coding antigen MAJ3 and initiate the adenovirus vaccine expressing this antigen. At the same time, patients can be vaccinated with an adjuvant adenovirus vaccine called ADMAJA3. Although adenovirus vaccine has been previously evaluated in clinical trials, the construction of this MAGE A3 antigen expression has not been clinically tested. For a combination therapy with the oncolytic virus, how do we introduce immune checkpoint inhibitors? Can you give an example? Sure. There have been three clinical trials that were conducted to evaluate the binding of MG1 to immune checkpoint inhibitor antibodies. MG1 Marabah virus expressing MAGE A3 antigen, or human papillomavirus antigen, was added with immune checkpoint inhibitor antibody. And in addition to the clinical trials, some preclinical studies have determined the best dosage regimen for clinical evaluation. In particular, these studies were determining the impact of the use of anti-PD-1 antibodies simultaneously, on safety, immune response, and efficacy. But still, this is a combination of two immunotherapies. Can MG1 Marabah virus be used in combination with other cancer therapies? Such as chemotherapy, radiotherapy or targeted therapy? That's a good question, and the answer is yes. MG1 Marabah virus therapy can also be combined with chemotherapy or targeted therapy, but there are many very important and noteworthy issues about this part. At least the effects of these different reagents on cell metabolism, and cell replication should be considered. We must make sure that oncolytic virus replication and gene expression are not inhibited by a potential combination of reagents. So this type of combination study has to proceed with extra caution. And we recognize the limitations of analyzing this type of study, you know, when comparing their results with historical data or controls, and adopt appropriate control measures. Only in this way can follow-up research be carried out better. 
The U.S. Food and Drug Administration has issued guidelines for the joint development of new research drugs, which are used to test two or more new drugs. What do you think the impact of these new guidelines will be on oncolytic virus research? Right, I think these new drug development guidelines may be particularly applicable to oncolytic viruses. Compared with the traditional single drug route, if the drug is controlled by a separate commercial entity, the cooperative development of new drugs without approval is facing a major challenge. It is necessary to clearly describe the relative contribution to safety and effectiveness. Not only that, but it is also important to inform the best dose and plan for a single ingredient. In this regard, FDA gave two suggestions. First, this may require a preliminary assessment of each drug in a single dose increase group, if possible, even if preclinical evidence strongly suggests that combination is the only relevant method. Another method is to make a short continuous exposure to each component of the combination, then make a combination to determine the relative safety and activity. So if we want to benefit from combining two or more drugs, we should take advantage of the solid foundation of joint development based on preclinical and early clinical data. All right, everyone, we are reaching the end of today's episode. Let's hope that in the near future, the oncolytic virus will be safe, effective, and more involved in the treatment of cancer patients. Thanks Jensen for sharing your expertise with us. My pleasure.